away we go. It's the Moonshots DFS podcast here on the Fantasy Dish Network channel, RSS feed, whatever you want to say. We're here to talk some Major League Baseball daily fantasy sports, MoonshotsDFS.com. Uh, new pricing is out if you do want a subscription. Rest of season will cost you $99 from here on out. $99 is a one-time payment. If you're going weekly, it's $7 per week, recurring unless you cancel. $25 per month if you so choose to do that. And that, uh, of course, if you go June, July, August, September, October, you start doing the math. You start saying, oh, that's more than the, the yearly subscription. And that that's, yes, that's the point. But... Nonetheless, uh, you can, of course, get some information for free if you want to just head over to moonshotsdfs.com. And today, everything is free. Today, everything is free. So head on over, check out the tools, check out what uh, is offered. Uh, And I will take a walk through that as we go through, as we uh, has been customary here on uh, the Moonshots DFS podcast. Going to take a quick look at Vegas first, then make our way uh, through the tools, what I'm seeing first uh, here I will say the Red Sox are going to be popular. Uh, so, so you make the decision there. If you stack, you know, four or five man stack and differentiate elsewhere, or if you try to, you know, get away from them uh, with the the possibility that every projection system out there is wrong. But uh, let's uh, talk about the slate and, and go through our opens or or implied live totals right now and team totals as we go Rockies and Nats just uh, both opened at 4.6 they're at 4.8 and 4.9 respectively over under of nine still there Orioles and Red Sox over under of nine and a half largely carried by the Red Sox at 5.8 runs 4.4 for the Orioles 4.3 for the Guardians against the Detroit Tigers 3.4 for Detroit seven and a half is our over under there rising from seven at the open Eight over-under for Mets and Phillies. Mets at 4.5. Philadelphia at 3.7. Rays and Yankees. Four for the Rays. 3.74. The Bronx Bombers on the road. Seven and a half is the live over-under right now. Eight and a half the live over-under for the Miami Marlins and Atlanta Braves. Five for the Braves. 4.2 in the implied live team totals for that game. Eight over-under for Royals at Twins. The Twins carrying this one. Five runs implied live. 3.7. For the Royals, 7.5 between the Cardinals and the Brewers, 3.9 for Milwaukee, 3.3 for the Cards. 8 over-under for the Blue Jays and Angels, 4.2 for the Blue Jays, 4 for the Angels. Houston and Seattle, Houston has dropped from 4.6 to 4.2. The over-under has dropped from 7.5 to 7. The Mariners sit at 3 runs as they're implied. Live Justin Verlander on the mound there for Houston. 3.8 and 3.4, the respective live implied totals right now for the teams Texas Rangers Texas Rangers and the Oakland Athletics 7 is the implied I uh, sorry is the live over under Dodgers and Diamondbacks 5.6 for the Dodgers 4.6 for the Diamondbacks both teams bumping up half a run on the day and you get uh, a over under of 9 now 9 and a half is the live over under gaining a half run as well And then we have the Pittsburgh Pirates at the San Diego Padres. 2.9 for Pittsburgh, 4.3 for San Diego, and over-under rising from 6.5 at open to 7 as the live line right now. So let's take a step over to the dashboard, moonshotsdfs.com. We're going to do a quick run-through 
of weather to keep an eye on, then what our dashboard is telling us, then we'll take a look at a little bit of projections. Again, you can go check this out today. Site is free. So you can grab all this, you can grab the projections, you can uh, average them out with Osmo or, or uh, the Bat or uh, whatever projection site you might be using, and then uh, or just use, use them direct and, and see what you get. Uh, I do think there is merit, as we all learn, and get better at MLB DFS to compare and contrast and see what uh, one site offers versus another and what their data points really are saying. I, I will point out uh, the projections here at Moonshots DFS try to take a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of a, a kitchen sink approach to how the projections are built. Uh, take a look and wait and, and try to understand where exactly the best numbers come from, how we synthesize those to be projections and then give you some upside with the home run calls the whiffers row and we'll get to all that in a little bit so quick run through of these games tonight is a 13 game slate with the Rockies at Nats 73 the temperature 29% chance of precipitation 81% humidity wind blowing out to left center field Red Sox Orioles at Fenway Park, 74 degrees, 11% chance of precipitation, 71% relative humidity. It is a weird day here in Massachusetts. I'm about seven miles from Fenway Park. It has been overcast. It has been really humid. Uh, it has been warm. And uh, they're saying, again, 60-mile-an-hour winds to left center field. That's the monster. That's why you're going to see so many, so many Red Sox stacks in a variety of different ways. So check that out. Uh, and take that into consideration. Guardians at Tigers, 70 degrees, 53% chance of precipitation here. 72% relative humidity. Uh, then you have Phillies at Mets, 70% temp, 80% chance of rain. There's supposed to be some hellacious storms uh, in New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut. Uh, as the night wears on, we'll see them overnight here in Massachusetts. Yankees at Rays, that's a domed game. Marlins at Braves, 56% relative humidity, 76 degrees. 77 for Royals at Twins, Brewers and Cardinals at uh, Bush Stadium, 65% relative humidity, 68 degrees. Blue Jays Angels, 63% relative humidity, 69 degrees. 81% for Padres and Pirates, 63 degrees uh, in San Diego. So they've had a cool spell, but uh, the humidity remains high. Astros at Mariners and Rangers at Athletics, 67% relative humidity for the Mariners. And uh, Athletics have 61%. With, at the Oakland Coliseum. So a quick run-through of team offense versus starting pitcher hand. That's what you'll see on the bottom of the dashboard. You can turn that on, turn that off. Looking at, from a pitcher's perspective, we're looking for high K percentage. We're looking for high swing strike rate, high whiff rate as well. So 24.9% for the Orioles. Garrett Whitlock's going to be popular. Um, I think you're going to see full-on Red Sox stacks. Uh, I have not seen ownership projections as of yet, but I would assume Whitlock is going to be the sort of key cog at 6,800 uh, on DK to get to the the higher price pitchers, the Verlanders, the Manias, depending on the matchup you like. Um, I, would, I would assume Manaya-Whitlock is going to be a very very popular combination as we look through this but we'll get to that momentarily Chris Flexen is probably in for a world of hurt the numbers bear out that the Astros have a great matchup here the Red Sox the Red Sox overall numbers here are solid but not great so they do strike out 23.5% of the time 
uh, Kyle Bradish on the mound for the Orioles, but their power numbers are just absolutely absurd in this matchup. Woba of 341, expected Woba of 332, 194 uh, on the ISO. Barrel per plate appearance, 7.1%. This it, it's, it's impressive. So you know the Red Sox are going to be popular. Trying to see who else stands out. The Mariners against Justin Verlander are going to be a, a very solid matchup. We'll be interested to see how many people pay up for Verlander at 10-5. Orioles already mentioned. The Guardians against Alex Fado. 23.8%, not a ton of power, and Fado is 5,900. We'll take a look at his projection uh, momentarily as well. So these are just some of the numbers you can see. These are all sortable. Uh, you can sort by K percentage. You can sort by alphabet if that's how you so choose. You can sort by WOBA if you're thinking of the other side of it, stacking against. Um, you know, the Nationals are a team that I've kind of gotten into a mode of playing way too often because of my... Uh, miss on Monday or Tuesday, whenever that was. Uh, didn't play them much yesterday. Played a couple of, uh, I think I played 9-1, so it was what, uh, Hernandez and, and Robles, I think, was was who was in that lineup. Um, but against Austin Gomber here, you have uh, low K percentage, low swing strike rate, low whiffs, walk percentage is 10.1%. Anything double-digit is great there. A Wobo of 350, an expected Wobo of 335, 198 in the ISO. Obviously, the Yankees' numbers are going to be positive. The Astros' numbers are are, are great. If we sort by ISO, Yankees' twins here against Brad Keller. Uh, twin stacks could be intriguing depending on the lineup we get there. Astros, Dodgers at 199. And this is, again, this is against handedness. So it's a Dodgers lineup against Madison Bumgarner. Right, so you can take into consideration the lefty bats of a Freeman or, or whoever it might be. Uh, Dave Roberts is not one who is afraid to mess around with his lineup, too. So we'll see what exactly we get from LA there. Let's uh, take a move over to the projections tab again. You have the straight projections. You can toggle in and out. You can sort. You can do all those different things. Daily launch menu. That is where we see uh, uh, the high upside home run potential for the day. It's expected home runs, as it were. And it's anyone that is 0.15 and above. So expected home runs on a day. So 0.15 is the expectation is one home run as a whole, right? 0.15 expectation for a home run. Our leader there, not shockingly to me, is Rafael Devers. He's at over a half an expected home run today. That's the highest I, I think I've seen so far on this on this season. So let's take a look at some of the projections for starting pitchers. It looks like John Gray is going to be very popular today. I get it. I get the matchup with the athletics. I get the price point. And he's projected fairly well. He's projected at 14.83 uh, points. And this is before uh, the lineups are in. So lineups will get a rerun of all of the projections. Matchups change. Uh, you might have a completely different lineup than what is projected to be the lineup. And that can cause projections to move over. John Gray's supposedly going to be popular. Uh, you got Verlander. You have Manaya, Manoa. All of them are in the top 10 from projection perspective. Now you start thinking about ownership and you start thinking about how you can combine some of these high upsides. I just saw Chase Shil uh, Silseth's projection and was wondering if the Blue Jays strike out a lot, and they don't. So his whiffers row is probably going to be pretty low. Actually, as of right now, Chase Silseth is at 
6.44 expected strikeouts. That could be a fun play right there. Silseth still just 7,900. You pair somebody like Silseth with Whitlock. Whitlock, his projection right now isn't great. It's sub 10 points. So maybe I'm wrong on Whitlock here. But he's a name I'm going to keep an eye on. Looking at Whiffer's row, Whitlock is way down at 3.92 expected strikeouts. On the season, let's see here. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I know you all love listen listening to me describe exactly what I'm doing on a website. Whitlock on the year, K-minus walk is 21.7. He's striking out uh, 29% of the batter's face, 7.2% walk. Average against is 220. Take that for what, what it's worth. His ERA is 3.58. FIP is 3.29. XFIP is 3.15. So all those numbers are in line. I'm going to double check with Mike on this one and see if Whitlock's projection is hitting on something that uh, I'm just not seeing. But Garrett Whitlock, I will have in my player pool, I will have Verlander. I will have Manaya. I will not have John Gray. I won't, I won't, I won't play John Gray on this slate. Not at the projected ownership. Let's go back to our Vegas lines. Oakland and Texas. Oakland's only at 3.4. It's an over-under of 7. I get it. I get why Gray's... I just... I don't feel comfortable there. Uh, John Gray on the year. Just 22.7% K percentage. 8.4% walk. So it's a decent 14.3%. All of his advanced metrics do point to a better pitcher than we've seen at 5.14 ERA. But he's walking 3.21 batters per nine. Only striking out 8.68 per nine. I, I think the this is the sort of rubber meets the road matchup. Let's see what... Oakland struggled uh, with the walks. They're only at 7.4 and they are at 24.3. K percentage, that is good for sixth. This is uh, overall not against right-handers only. So maybe I'll end up backing into some John Gray, but first blush, I, I just don't want to be there. I don't want to be uh, on John Gray if we're going to get double-digit, even you know, pushing 15 20% ownership, depending on the tournaments you're in or, or, or uh, 50-50s you might be playing. But the Red Sox are expensive, right? So if we're, we're trying to stack the Red Sox and you know get a Dodger or two in or get a Yankee or two in, that you know makes a whole world of difference in how you're trying to construct these lineups. Again, I will let's see the stack tool isn't fully up to date yet, but you can start sorting early here. The Nats are popping. The Red Sox are, are astronomically ahead of everyone, but the Nats are Nats are second, six point nine four. Uh, average average dollar, average points. Let's see. Yeah, they're third in average points. I like it. I'm going to go back to the, to the Nationals tonight. Um, I think that matchup against Austin Gomber makes a ton of sense. I'm not afraid to play Juan Soto there. Uh, you know, the lefty-lefty doesn't really scare me when it comes to that. Uh, thinking of some one-offs here, guys from lineups that maybe you're not playing a stack from but that you might be interested in. Let's see. You know, a name like Eugenio Suarez is popping on the daily launch menu. He was in a top 10 or maybe top 12 of projections here. 
Verlander's going to be well-owned. Suarez could be a fun one-off to try to get some leverage over people who are playing Verlander at 10-4, I think is his price point. Jesus Sanchez is on here for the Marlins. That's another sort of one-off name uh, that I would want to keep an eye on. Just because the power is there, but I don't think you're going to see a ton of people. Let me make sure I have the right. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's go back to find the Miami Marlins line. They're 4.2, and that's against the Braves. Let's see. That's with Trevor Rogers on the mound. I'm sorry, Trevor Rogers on the mound for the Marlins. That was a misread on my part. Uh, Ian Anderson on the mound. Anderson's a fine pitcher, but uh, I do like the idea of a one-off Jesus Sanchez as power upside. They're playing in Atlanta, right? Let's double-check that. Yep, in Atlanta, 56% relative humidity. Wind going from right to left right now uh, is the projection and and the, the forecast, I should say, for later today. But you have wind blowing out at Nationals Park, at Fenway, at City Field if they play. That seems like it could be a, a game in danger. Rangers at Athletics, Oakland Coliseum, uh, 20 mile an hour winds to right center field. That could be fun for lefty bats uh, there. Or, you know, righty bats have shown plenty of power to the uh, opposite field. I know that's a, a big ballpark, but... I think it's going to be a fun slate. Head on over to Moonshots DFS. Check out all the tools that are available to you, all this, the projections. Uh, they can be downloaded and uploaded to another um, site if you so choose to use an optimizer or you can bake them into what you're working on. All of that is available. Uh, taking a look at Whiffer's Row here quickly. Bieber's number one overall. Not shocking uh, for the Guardians. Silseth is second. Manoa, Manaya, Rogers, Woodruff are all in before Justin Verlander pops here. Ian Anderson is down at 12. I you know, I'm going to I'm going to have some Marlins pieces. I'm going to have some Marlins pieces. Anderson does uh give up some contact. I will remind you Garrett Whitlock is down to 3.92, so they're not expecting a ton of strikeouts from Whitlock uh are the projections, but nonetheless, I think he will be somebody I target a bit. And I will point out Aaron Sanchez is on the mound for the Washington Nationals, and that's a, a matchup that you can exploit as well. So let's see. Aaron Sanchez on the year, 4.1% K-walk ratio. He's giving up 1.63 home runs per nine. Bradish is at 2.03. Flexen at 1.87. Manai is at 1.29. Let's see. XFIPS. I mean, Aaron Sanchez's uh, ERA on the year 7.16. His XFIP at least is respectable at 4.63. But, yeah, targeting that Nats uh, game, if it plays, and, again, pointing out that there's a 29% chance of rain, I don't think there's any consideration for it being postponed, but you might get some showers passing through that could cause uh, some issues for you. But I don't think you're playing any pitchers there. So loading up on some bats from that game. Yeah, you're going to see Red Sox. I'm going to be on the Nationals. Twins, again, I think are going to be popular. And I think the Mets, the the you know, Pete Alonzo and 
uh, Marte and uh, other righty bats and that, you know, even JD Davis as a one-off power bat. Uh, if he's in the lineup, let me check uh, quickly the lineup page and see what projection we have for the New York Metropolitans. Yeah, like Marcana, JD Davis, Starling Marte, Pete Alonso makes a ton of sense. Eduardo Escobar is probably in the lineup. Switch hitter batting right. Red Sox lineup against Bradish. You're anyone you want. <laughs> you can go Kiki, who's cheap still. If he's leading off at 3,500, you have to love that. Verdugo is still only 3,300. You know, if Cordero's in the lineup, he's 2,700. So you have some flexibility with this Red Sox lineup. If you don't want to go just one through five. You, you can mix and match depending on exactly how they are. I think Trevor Stories can be very heavily owned, though. So that's just up to you on whether or not you want to get away from ownership and, and hope that he busts or you're using him uh, as your sort of linchpin in what stack you build for the Red Sox. Hope this was informative or at least slightly entertaining. Gives you an idea of what's happening over on moonshotsdfs.com. Gives you an idea of what this slate might have. Uh, as always, a reminder... Uh, you can check out this podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, and also over on MoonshotsDFS.com. If you are so inclined, give it a rating, leave a comment. If there's something you would like to hear more of on this podcast also, uh, trying to keep them sub-25 minutes at most, uh, so you can listen at 2x and about 12. Um, but if there's some specific topic or, or specific way you want me to look at the slate, I'm happy uh, to do just that. So just shoot a, a message uh, or comment on Spotify or on iTunes or shoot me a, uh, what's that called? A tweet, a tweet at Dan Strafford over on Twitter. With that said, hope everyone has a great Friday. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Harkening back to my old days. Don't be dumb. Be safe. You're not drinking, doing whatever. Call an Uber, call a Lyft. Don't do anything dumb. Have fun. Enjoy time with friends and family, but have a driver. Have a driver. Have a driver. With that said, hope everyone has an excellent Memorial Day weekend, a great Friday slate of MLB DFS. We'll be back with more next week on the Moonshots DFS podcast. <laughs>